Welcome to the Nasty Things Podcast. I'm your host, Extreme Joaquin. It's episode 7, and I'm getting nasty with Hot Takes Alvarez. The exciting thing about this fight is, like I said, two totally opposite styles if you look at it, right? One, one's more of a slickster, right? Benavides. So that's Caleb Plant. Benavides has the reach. Okay, so Benavides has the reach, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And clearly he has the knockout power too. Okay, but that doesn't mean Plant doesn't. He's got power too. Yeah, I would say he has enough punch to just say, okay, I'm not going in there again. He just won his last fight by knockout. Yeah, he and he buried the hatchet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I that's probably one of my favorite lines that he said after the fight. It's just like, so uh, the grave digger thing. Uh, it was just me burying the hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually pretty good on the mic, you know. He's great. Like the press conference with them oh, too. That was good, man. <laughs> you know what? I think Benavides is gonna win, but in the press conference, he <laughs> fucking murdered Benavides on the mic. Him and Papa. Yeah. Like, he took them both. I took them both down. Like it was, it was, it was actually. You kind of at one point, I'm like, "Yo, can both could Benavides and his dad just shut the fuck up, man? <laughs> You're not helping yourselves." And Benavides, if you are hearing this, yeah, like uh, I'm, you know, I'm just messing around. So don't send, don't, don't, don't try, kill me, don't kill me, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I could honestly say, he got 10 seven on the press conference, man. <laughs> if anything, that'll just be fuel for the fight, so. That's true. That's true. He'll he'll have more to come after. But with that being said, is uh, so how do you think the fight goes? Okay, honestly, I like both fighters, but I'm gonna side with Plant on this one. I think he's gonna outpoint him. It's gonna go the distance, and I think Uh he's gonna win on the cards. Interesting, interesting take. I actually go on the contrary of that. The complete opposite (laughs) is I think that because he's a slickster, he's probably the better overall boxer. I would say. Mm-hmm. Just very good defensively, good footwork, good in and out game. Is I think he wins the early portions, maybe the first two, three rounds, and uh, right after that, I think Benavides, because again, he's a force of nature. He's fucking Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, <laughs> name him. And I think he'll eventually catch up to Plant, and he finishes him in the sixth round, either by TKO or knockout. That's what I think. That's crazy to me, man. Six rounds. That's all you're giving him. Yeah, I just think I just think the power and the explosiveness is, is going to be the difference, and that's my that's my pick. But hey, I'll put the money where the mouth is, unlike <laughs> the mouth over here. You know, he puts his mouth somewhere else. But um, I uh, I'm gonna go fifty dollars that Benavides wins, and let's okay. throw in a six pack of Modelos because I know you love your some Modelos. That's true, I do. Or actually, in your case, wouldn't you get like maybe some Budweiser because you're going with the American and not oh, the Mexican? God. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> so, you know what? I'll get the Modelos. You can get the, or the Tecate. You can get the Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> you got to support your boy, man. That's fine. Well, you know what? I am. I'll take the bet. That's fine. All right. Over and done Let's with. with uh, ladies and gentlemen, when you see the fucking fight happen, you'll be cheering for extreme and uh well we well we talk about it later on in the future as far as who won it and clearly you guys are, have probably seen it but uh with that being said yeah i'm pretty excited and uh, mouth can you actually look up the date because i want to confirm it i think it's march oh yeah it's march 25th confirmation excellent it's excellent boca so on <laughs> so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen march 25th be ready and set 
because we are going to have a hell of a show and it's going to be worth every minute watching it. And maybe we might have a fight companion for it. So stay we'll tuned. See. Stay tuned. But uh, right before we move on to the next topic, since we are in boxing, is something that I wanted to mention is we wanted to mention to the fans a fight that they might not know about from the past. It could be current times. That's worth a mention. So to lead the dance, let's start with hot takes. <laughs> you can go with me first. Okay. All right. Do you have any idea which one I'm going to... What do you think I'm going to pick? Uh, knowing you, because you're... <laughs> You're a fa fascinating man when it comes to this sort of thing. <laughs> is I'm gonna guess you pick Margarito Cotto one or something like that. That's my guess. That's a good one, but no, 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 not this time. The one I think that everyone should see, everyone should see Mike Tyson versus Vander Holyfield. Which one? <laughs> the famous one where he bites his fucking oh, ear off. Oh God, real meal, <laughs> the real meal. <laughs> okay, yeah, please do, man. It's pretty graphic. Everyone has to see that one. Because <laughs> you always hear how crazy Mike Tyson is and whatever, but this time you really see it. You know what? Historically, it is pretty historical, man. I mean, he was named the real meal for the next like few years or so. So, yeah, uh, yeah, oh, not a bad choice. <laughs> I'm actually gonna go the opposite direction, and the a reason, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the reason, the reason I'm going with this one is that I think not many people talk about it. And at the time, it was uh, it was a pretty big fight at the time, is you actually had a guy coming up from Youngstown, Ohio, where, you know, the great Ray Boom Boom Mancini was from. Mm -hmm. And this fight was built up because the champ at the time kind of had some lackluster performances previous to, uh, to this fight. So people were kind of cheering for the dog. And uh, but not to bore the audience is the fight that I'm talking about is Jermaine Taylor versus Kelly, the ghost Pavlik. Ooh. It's a, that is a good one. It's a hell of a banger, and I don't think many people talk about it, man. It's a great fight, and, you know, at the time, I think most people thought Taylor was going to win. Oh, 100%. He was, he was, like, the better boxer, I would say. And he had better skills, and just, on paper, he should, he should have won. Yeah, and like, and he had, like, name it, everything in his toolbox. He was fast. He hit hard. He was a slick he actually has a, a knockout via jab in his career, if you can believe that, man. And then you had, like, the simple Kelly the Ghost Pavlik, which didn't have much head movement, from what I remember. Just a very standard orthodox boxer with a big right hand, right? And he pulled it off at the end. Uh, spoiler alert. And, <laughs> yeah. But, like, just worth watching, I would say. And, and, and it's a fight that I remember back in 2000. I believe it was 2006. Can you confirm that there, Mouth? Okay, so, so about okay. I was off about a year. So September 2007, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So that's a fight that I would say, yeah, give it a watch, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's a banger. I mean, you can ask Alvarez over here. That's true. If you want to see a good fight where the underdog actually wins, that's perfect example. If you want to see something hilarious, then watch the Mike Tyson one. Yeah, and there's there's some there's some other pretty funny fights actually. Yeah, there's more. Uh, but that is for another time. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, is I'm moving on to the next topic, and this one I'm a little more excited about because it's something that I don't really watch, but um, it's something that everyone tells me that I should watch because of the again I'm all about storytelling, great character arcs. And just, yes, yeah, storytelling at its finest. So what that is, is to anyone that's listening, there's probably a lot of you out there. It's, Riverdale. 
Yeah, oh, that. Oh God, <laughs> fuck no. Yeah, it, 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 maybe to the to the the mark with the mouse fucking audience. I'm pretty sure. Actually, let's look at the fucking computer here. Is he is he is he like watching Riverdale as we're doing this shit? Oh, probably. It's on there. Oh, he is. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> your fucking job is to just research shit, and you're fucking l- watching Riverdale. <laughs> anyway, anyway, no. So what we're actually gonna fucking talk about is anime. Anime. Yeah, it's time. It's time, man. <laughs> and uh, I, I know that the one that you're excited to talk about more than anything is Naruto. So, yeah, get started, man. I would... Look, I love Naruto, okay? <laughs> Not my favorite, but I do love it. It's a good show. So, I think when people, like, mention anime, I think people just think of, obviously, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z. Which I fuck with DBZ, too, man. Right. They're just the most famous, most popular ones, right? There's a reason they've lasted this long. They're still going. They have, they're not over. They're just making new stuff all the time. And there's a reason for it. People, people like it, right? Yeah. So the thing with that is a lot of people don't like that stuff. Like if you're not already into it, you're not going to like it now just uh-huh. because of, I think it's the age group thing. Yeah. So, so, what, so how can you differentiate with the age side of things? Like is there, is there categories for like each different age, age group or whatnot? Yeah. So these ones that I mentioned are, they're called shonen. That the age group is kind of like, kind of like young teens kind of thing, right? So roughly like six to thirteen, sort of. Something like that. Like the best way to say it is like it's it would be like PG thirteen if it was a movie. Oh, okay, okay. So the the MCU of uh, anime, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <kind of. laughs> so like, there's some action, there's some there's some drama stuff, and there's like sometimes it gets into like other serious topics, but it doesn't nothing too crazy. There's not any gore. There's not. Um, Nothing too insane, right? But it's it's still fun. Yeah, because uh, I've seen, like, again, just compilation videos on YouTube and stuff. And, fuck, you can get pretty gory some of these, like, anime shows, you know? Sometimes, man, yeah. And uh, so I think when people think of anime, they think of that. And they're like, yeah, I'm not into it. It's all the same thing. But, like, that's not the case. So there's another, another uh, uh, what do you call it? Another genre, I guess, uh-huh. um, that I kind of gravitate more towards. I like both, but like I want like one more than the other. Yeah, so it's um, more for like, like older, older, older audience, people, right? Like, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. not like Professor Ed that's like seventy five years old, but yeah, not know. for old as fuck people. But I mean, it's for older people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, so this this genre is called seinen seinen anime, right? So seinen. that stuff is okay. like um, so that's what Attack on Titan is, Death Note, Ghost in the Shell. I've I've heard like uh, I've heard Attack on Titan so many times everywhere. I know. I know, it's super popular right now, man. But I mean, that's um, that's kind of the the age group is a little more mature for that. So like again, so if the other one's PG thirteen, this one would say is like rated R, right? Okay, okay, okay. So you'll see some uh, nudity. <laughs> you might if you're looking for it, you're gonna find it. Yeah. Because, I mean, the mouth over here is already drooling when I heard nudity, so <laughs> I could see that mouth going real wide open. <laughs> so the shonen wants to 9 to 18, okay. There you go. Seinen is 18 to forever, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, fair. So Professor Ed could watch it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seinen only. 
saying it only okay fair enough fair enough. yeah and like another benefit of it is i think it's kind of a little easier to get into because it's shorter uh-huh so like if you watch dragon ball z that's like it's pretty long it's like i don't know 300 episodes or something yeah which uh, by, i honestly i'm all with it man i mean <laughs> yeah when i was like a, it, it's great when i was a kid i got excited I also got hyped with hearing Goku scream for 10 episodes straight and then finally see him turn Super Saiyan. It was great, man. It was a great time. Hey, man, that gets you pumped. I told you, man. It's just like, uh, it's it's good uh, workout material. <laughs> it is. Uh, just uh, don't do, uh, don't pull an extreme when you're like 11 years old and you do like a screaming thing before you get into a fist fight. Because, yeah, I went and got my ass kicked. That didn't do shit. <laughs> Thank God I, I did Taekwondo boxing after that. So that that helped out rather than trying to be like Vegeta. Look, there's only one Goku, right? We can't all be Goku. <laughs> okay. I want it to be Vegeta. Well, he gets his ass kicked all the time, so good job. Uh, <laughs> isn't, isn't that Yamcha? Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or is Yamcha... Wait, wait, Yamcha's the hero this year, is he not? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's hero. Yeah, someone out there, man. Hero of taking L's, just like the mouth over here. <laughs> Yeah, but so yeah, so yeah, continue on though, my friend. Uh, like I was saying, I feel like the other, the more mature genre is a good, it's easier to get into because it's shorter. So, like, it's one season, it'll be like, I don't know, sometimes 12, maybe 25 episodes, and start to finish, it's done. It's not like you have to keep going to keep up with it. And I've heard the, that's the complaint that I've heard is like people that are very passionate about anime and stuff always say, fuck, there's no more seasons. That's it. <laughs> So I always hear the same thing. I f- you finish it, and then it's over and done with. Sort of telenovela style, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if that's what you're looking for, that's out there too, if that's what you want. But, like, isn't that a good thing? It leaves you wanting more. That's good, right? Um, yeah, I, I absolutely agree because, I mean, there's a lot of shows that went on for too long. Uh, I'm going to probably break uh, the Mouth's uh, heart right here, sort of like his CW Flash and all those <laughs> CW shows. <laughs> They go on for too long. They had maybe one okay season, but, you know, they keep striving to be just like the first season. And the mouth, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen, man. <laughs> it's, it's over, man. It's over. It's done. Just, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be as good as it used to be, man. So, no, I, I absolutely, that's, that's great to hear, man. Um, so, is, so out of those series, uh, which is one that you've liked the most? So my favorite one is actually, it is a shonen one. Uh-huh. Even though it doesn't follow the same format. It's only 26 episodes, not super long. But my favorite one is one called Samurai Champloo. Samurai Champloo. Hmm. Champloo. That's actually one I haven't heard. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I know that's a stupid sounding name, but it's it's called that for a reason. It's because Champloo in Japanese is like, uh, it means like a mixture of things. Oh, okay. Okay. That's so pretty cool. So what it is that the show is like set in like samurai period, obviously. Which is fucking awesome because Amaras are gangster. <laughs> but it's also blended with like a like a hip hop soundtrack. Oh shit. That's fucking awesome. Right? So that's like the blended part of it. But that's actually that show specifically is one thing that really got me into like making music and just hip hop in general. That's pretty dope, man. And sorry, uh Mouth, uh, what what year was uh, did that show come out in? Oh, okay. So it's not like too old, but it's not. Uh, yeah. It's not also uh, too new, I guess. It's like in between, I guess. I mean, at this point, it's almost twenty years old. So <laughs> fuck, <laughs> it's, I, uh, it's pretty old now. It's crazy that we say that because, fuck, sometimes I kind of forget that it's it's been <laughs> that long, man. I mean, it's just insanity, man. Yeah. So like that show, um, 
the main reason I like it is because there's this uh, producer on it called his name's New Jabez. Yeah, and he's one of my favorite producers. He's people call him the Jay Dilla of Japan. Okay? Uh-huh. And if you don't know who Jay Dilla is, look him up. He's like amazing producer. He's gone now, sadly. R.I.P. My friend. Yeah, New Jabez too. They actually share, share a birthday, and they're really? both gone. <laughs> that's wow. Well, that's a that's a fucking mind blowing man. I know. But this guy, New Jabez, he's like uh, people call him the Godfather of chill hop, because uh-huh. he kind of didn't start it, but he like popularized it. This whole genre, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's chill beats, just like like jazz influenced beats, but with mixed with hip hop, and just it's just like a cool mix, you know. That is a pretty cool mix, and like there's been quite a bit of artists that have kind of done that, like. Uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar did that in uh, How to Pimp a Butterfly. There was a few yeah. songs that had co- sort of a jazzy feel to it, too. Yeah, that's true. He does that. He does, He likes to experiment, right? That's a good thing. Which makes for excellent music. Another another one that does the same is Kanye West, right? I mean, people yeah. kind of hate him right now, but... <laughs> but he was good at his craft. You have to give him that. Exactly. And you, that's something we can't take away. So, But yeah, continue on with the, uh, the, the, the show you love there. Yeah, so that one, that's my favorite one, personally. But I can see how it wouldn't be for everyone. So would you say as far as the pinnacle of things, it would be sort of like the Mouts love for Arrows and uh, The Flash and Smallville and all that shit where he had it at a high pinnacle with season one? Well, the show's only one season, so yeah. It's the highest pinnacle. Okay, so there you go, man. So the Mouth semi won this round. Uh, yeah, but, but do continue on. Yeah, so that one, like I said, that's my favorite, but... So another thing with anime is that you kind of have to start start small. You can't just start with these other weird, crazy things. You got to like <laughs> graduate to it, you know? Yeah, it's just like anything, man. You can't, you know, before you try the f- finest burgers in Vancouver or, <laughs> or anywhere in the world, you know, if you start with that, then you can't enjoy a good old McDouble or Junior Chicken, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everything is just trash to you now, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean... As we speak, the mouth actually snuck in like two junior chickens and a McDouble just to eat while he's doing the research. So, <laughs> so that that on its fucking own just kind of tells you. Uh, and he probably started with uh, the Happy Meal. So, <laughs> so essentially, um, we all got to start with the Happy Meal. So, what's the Happy Meal to start this anime? So like a good a good starter one you're saying exactly yeah because we all start with the happy meal so what's a happy meal to in, in the anime <laughs> universe so for me i always recommend the same one every time a good starter one that i think someone everyone will find something good with it is uh full metal alchemist and funny enough is i was supposed to start that with for him but I picked the wrong one. So I'm like, yeah, fuck this then. And I got mad. Yeah, there's two versions of it. Yeah, I picked the wrong one. He's like, that one's still pretty good, though. I'm like, yeah, but like, it's, like uh, but it's the wrong one. So it kind of turned me off. But yeah, do, do explain that one. So that one, I picked that one because it's just got, it's got good action. The story is really good. It's not, I feel like it's pretty different from most things you've probably seen. Um, so the story for that one is in, uh, they live like in a different world. Okay. Okay, and uh, what world is that? Is is it Springfield? <laughs> I, I think it's just Earth. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but it's a different world from our own. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, yeah. So how it works, what it's about is that it's these two brothers that when they're young, their mom dies, but then they try to revive her using alchemy. So the way to do that is that they have... Uh, alchemy works by getting all these materials together, and you can create stuff with it. Like, it's not magic. You need stuff to make it work, right? Okay. 
Yeah. Continue on. It sounds pretty something that we can all kind of relate to. It's something that we probably all try to do. <laughs> right. So they try to do it. It doesn't work, obviously, because you can't. Um, so what they do is that they, uh, when they get a little older, then one of them enlists in the military because then they get funding, then they can get better research, they can learn uh -huh. more. Okay. Right? And uh, so they can learn more to possibly bring back somebody, et cetera, for yeah, military exactly. training? That, so that's their like ulterior motive. That's what they want to do is find a way to do this. But because of uh, how militaries work, anyone who's good at alchemy, they use them as weapons now for war, right? Which is where the, hence the big, scary Stop moment, comes. I guess. <laughs> uh, the typical military... Yeah, we can use your help. Exactly. So another thing in, the, in that show is that everyone is looking for something called a Philosopher's Stone. And what that does... Shout out to Harry Potter. <laughs> and what, <laughs> di different stone, but yeah, same name. Okay, okay. I was just about to ask if Harry is featured in the show. You see him pop, <laughs> pop up in his fucking, uh, you know, his fl flying uh, broom. <laughs> so what the, it's a myth, though. No one's ever seen it or they don't know about it, but they know it exists. Maybe. Right? Okay, fair enough. But uh, so so there's no Harry Potter, no Quidditch. You don't there's see Harry, no Quidditch. Harry in the background playing Quidditch. Or... <laughs> there's no there's no Quidditch. There's fair enough. Probably someone named Harry. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, uh, the mouth said he's Harry somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, please go on. Yeah. So this Philosopher's Stone, the reason people want it is because it kind of bypasses any rules. The whole point of having it is that you can do whatever you want without consequences. So that's why they want it. Would you say it's sort of like the Infinity Stones? I guess, yeah, kind of. So essentially, you're kind of like Thanos, but you don't have the effects of like it fucking you up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's the whole reason people want it, but everyone's trying to get it, right? Oh, okay, okay. So everyone's looking for it, but you know, things happen without getting into any spoilers. Yeah, please don't, because uh, I, that's probably that's something that I will check out and. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds pretty interesting, if I'm going to be completely honest here. Yeah, and it's good. And like, so, but the way that alchemy works in the show is that you have to, you have to make this symbol and they have to get materials from whatever they want to make. And then that's how they make it. But then once you join the military, they have like specialized tools or weapons that kind of have that symbol embedded into it. So there's a one guy that he's good with, uh, with fire. Right? That's a uh -huh. specialty. Okay. So they gave him these gloves that kind of gives him that he bypasses making that symbol every time. So he just has gloves and now he controls fire. He can shoot it. He just snaps his fingers. He can yeah. do things. He right? could shoot it into your mouth. He could. That is true. <laughs> I don't I don't think anyone would want it in their mouth if we're, we're going to be honest. But, <laughs> but No, but, you, don't, you don't want fire in your mouth? You sure? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean hey, unless you're Charmander, man. <laughs> Charmander takes a lot of fire in that mouth, but uh, <laughs> like, but yeah, please go on. That's that sounds like a pretty sweet show, man. Yeah, so that's the one that I feel like is a good starter one to get into other stuff. If you like that show, then I think you're on a you're on a good pace. You're on good on track. Uh -huh. And if you don't like it, then I feel like that's a good measure to be like, this isn't for me. Okay, okay, that's 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 a fair thing. So this is this is a good way to start with your happy meal. You probably get your little toy and everything to start with the alchemist, the alchemy, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. It sounds pretty fucking badass. If I'm gonna be completely honest, I like the whole idea behind it and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. So that's that's a good starter. Yeah, okay. I like that you uh, you mentioned Kanye earlier. 
Yeah. He's actually taken inspiration from Akira for like his music videos. Sometimes oh, he dresses. Yeah. He sometimes he dresses like the main character. It's one of his things. Like anime is like everywhere. Oh yeah, it's enormous. Uh, you know, like fighters like Yuzuru Adesanya love anime. Yeah. Um, there's a guy named Yusuf has his YouTube channel. Check it out. It's pretty super Yusuf, and he super actually Yusuf. he actually called himself Super not because of Superman but because of Goku, Super Saiyan. <laughs> See, there you See, go. <laughs> so like, <laughs> there's a lot of influence out of it. Adesanya actually does that little thing right before he fights. Uh, that's isn't that like from Naruto or? It's a Naruto thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and. My girl Megan the Stallion, Ooh, she no, is she's an anime fan too. <laughs> yep, and I love I love Megan the Stallion. <laughs> you like anime for her, right? Uh, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll say that. We'll say that. <laughs> is but yeah, it t- it clearly takes a lot of influences, and I think we spoke off air. You were telling me that some directors take inspiration with some certain things from certain anime programs and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So a big one is actually. The movie Inception. So Christopher Nolan has actually cited an anime movie as an inspiration for that movie. It's not like a direct ripoff or anything, but it's a big inspiration for it. Um, the movie, the anime movie is called Paprika, and it's about dreams and influencing dreams. And like there's machines involved with the dreams and all that. Kind of sounds like Inception, right? Yeah, it does. It sounds basically note to note um, like Inception. Yeah. And actually that hallway scene where it's like rotating with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? Uh-huh. Where they're floating around. Yeah. That that is actually like ripped straight from the movie. And, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's pretty gangster, man. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> hey, man, Christopher Nolan likes it. <laughs> well, that yeah, that does say a lot, man. And um, well, here's the other big question that I have: is what is it going to take for a fucking good live action anime based movie, man? <laughs> like you know, because clearly from the sounds of some of these stories, there's pretty good storytelling. And some of the effects uh, in that show, I could only imagine, like, you know, a guy like Denise Villeneuve or, yeah, like even Christopher Nolan, he already did something sort of like it. Yeah. Uh, taking some of those effects that we see in the animes and bringing it to real life. Or your boy uh, M. Night Shyamalan with his, his <laughs> you know, his, the last style bender. Oh, God. Avatar. Airbender. Airbender. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, like it's, I mean, it's something that the door is open, man. I mean, there's so many stories clearly from the anime world, too, that could be brought to live action. I think there's a lot that could be done, but for whatever reason, it just, they've tried so many times and failed. And I just, at this point, I feel like you just can't do it. Live action, I think it just can't happen. Well, hey, man, how about Cowboy Bebop? I mean... Ah, man, that's, uh, I had high hopes for that show. It's, <laughs> <laughs> hey, the premise seemed pretty cool, man. It's just, uh, just not as good. Premise is great. So the story, it's not even, I don't think it's anything too crazy. It's like a space Western, basically. So like Mandalorian's a space Western, right? And that works pretty, pretty damn well. Yeah, just, it's probably got a little bit to do with the writing. And clearly you got to add also the humor of anime too, man. The humor of anime is a big thing in that usually doesn't translate well i don't know why but it just it just doesn't it just doesn't work yeah i mean we don't need goku going around and checking genitals in a live action movie so (laughs) yeah that's uh that's not gonna happen not anymore (laughs) true story he does do it in dragon ball yep yeah dragon ball is my first anime and that 100 percent happens multiple times in that show (laughs) exactly so (laughs) that's sort of the humor that you get in things like that but uh, far from that is uh, yeah like is, is there some other anime shows that you might want to recommend 
Um, so another one to recommend that that's a good starter one that I gave you. Full Metal Alchemist is great. Um, I want to say Attack on Titan because I love that show, but that one I think is just. I don't know. That might be a little too much <laughs> from the get-go, you know? So you would say that's sort of like the filet mignon of the anime universe, maybe? I would say so. I think a lot of people hate it right now just because of how popular it is, but it's popular because it's good. Bas- so in other words, the hipsters are like, oh, you didn't see this show. Like, it's basically, basically what it is, right? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Just like anything, like uh, when Rick and Morty first started, people were like, oh, man, like you just haven't seen Rick and Morty. <laughs> now that everybody watches Rick and Morty, oh, you know, I'd, I'd rather watch uh, like blah, 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 you know. <laughs> yeah. it's just, people hate it now, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it, I know. <laughs> it, it just seems like uh, it, it seems like the, the constant cycle and circle is it kind of returns. It's something's cool. And then now it's not cool because people like a lot of people like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's. Usually how things go. When something is good, you're going to have haters, right? That's just how it is. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. And um, so so you, so you to start it all out, you'd say the alchemy is probably the best way to start. I think it's a good starter. Yeah. Be pretty good. Okay. And then I'll definitely check it out. The mouth, uh, I would recommend it to him, but it's not CW-based. Uh, <laughs> and none of the CW actors are in it, and it's all animated, so he might not like it. So... <laughs> But hey, we could lie. We could say that it is CW based. Maybe. Oh shit, he's right here. So there you I go. I mean, he can watch the Death Note movie. That's pretty trash, just like CW stuff. So okay, that there works. you go. Start with Death Note, man. <laughs> oh, and and the last uh, Stylebender is it not? Like the last <laughs> yes. Airbender. Want, please look up the last Stylebender. I want to see what that is. Exactly. Please yeah. tell me. Yeah, not the last <laughs> Airbender. <laughs> so that's another movie that he could watch. It's it's along the lines of CW uh, Arrow, so he can be into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I figured. Yeah, of course. It is. <laughs> I seem to, I seem to always get that wrong. I, to all those anime fans listening, I'm the guy that's being sort of introduced to it. So don't kill me on uh, <laughs> uh, the listening forums or all that. Okay. Yeah. No. So, but with that being said, is uh, yeah. So I, I'm, I'll probably check out the the alchemy sometime this week. No. And to all the listeners, yeah, please do. I mean, Ian ha- has actually a pretty good, uh, pretty good taste in a lot of things. And um, this is probably one of those that you want to check out. And while we're speaking of taste is I wanted to ask Ian over, or, or sorry, hot takes over here. Exactly what uh, is some good up and coming artists that many people probably don't know about. He's uh, he's also actually uh, he creates his own music. He has a band called Board, etc. But he also listens to hip hop, like you mentioned earlier. So. What are some um, artists that you would recommend? So a hip-hop artist that I've been listening to a lot recently is actually Denzel Curry. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, he just put out an album, like I think, like a year ago. So it's not brand new, but still pretty new. Uh, what's the name of the album? I think it's called Melt My Eyes. Melt My Eyes. Can you confirm that, Mouth? Melt My Eyes, Senior Future. Okay, I got half of it. Okay, so... <laughs> 2022. Yeah, okay, it came yeah. out. it came out, yeah, like last year. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like he's uh he's young enough that he's not like brand new, but he's still uh he's got like a pretty decent following. He's okay. had a few other albums, but this one I think is probably his best work so far. And it's just if you he's got like a kind of like an old school feel but like mixed with new stuff. He's good thing to check out, I think. Which is which is one of the reasons why when he when he did recommend it to me, I, 
it excited me because there's a lot of artists that realistically, like most of my playlist is a lot of 90s, 80s, early 2000s music. But every so often there's, you know, uh, I like to call them the unicorn in the field of anything, right? It's <laughs> yeah. something that not there's not many of, right? And, uh, you know, he showed me a bit of Denzel Curry. And from there on, I've been I've been interested. I like his style and the fact that he actually spits bars, man. I mean, you don't really... He's good, man. You don't see many artists do that these days. I mean, we don't even get into need to get into specifics with the Mouth's favorite artist, G Easy, which he said <laughs> that's his that's his idol. He fucking loves him, and he went to his concert, and you know he and uh, and I told him how no love for him. Gerald live. <laughs> exactly. So he actually went and saw Gerald, not Eminem, which I think we can all say Eminem's pretty decent. Um, he went to see him out of all, but hey, man. To all those GEZ fans, man, by all means, man, do you, do you. I'm not going to hate you for it, man. Just not, not really my style of uh, music. But yeah, Denzel Curry, yeah, I give him the extreme approval for sure. Yeah, no, I like Denzel. Uh, GEZ, I mean, he's got some song. I'm not going to lie. He's got a, some song, like at least two. Mm, <laughs> at least yeah. two that I like. Maybe, maybe two, but he's also the feature. <laughs> but he's not he's not like a feature where you're like holy shit because when i think of like the king of features nate dog comes to nate dog oh yeah. like whenever you're like oh man there's a snoop song coming out or there's a there's like an m&m an m&m song sorry i kind of lost my train of thought there for a second is they're like and it's featuring nate dog you're like no fucking way man Instantly nate dog that's right true. away <laughs> like he he is he's the definition of king of features. Anytime he was featured in anything, you're like, fuck yeah, Nate Dogg is in this. <laughs> so not quite on that level, I would say G Easy is when he's featured in a song. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> but you know, those are but there's artists like that, right? That are great featurettes. I mean, you know, like and that's that's a guy that comes to mind instantaneously. For sure. So uh Denzel Curry, what was the first song that you listened to uh from Denzel Curry that kinda hooked you in? For him, uh, probably Taboo, I think. Taboo, I think, was his uh, second album. Okay, and uh, Mouth, can you look up what year that, that song came out? 2018. Oh, so it came out, of, like, yeah, it came out not too long ago. Yeah. 2018. Like I said, he's not he's not brand new, but he's been here for, like, a little bit, right? It's his third album, by the way. Okay, third. Oh, so that there you go. That says it all, right? So he's 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 new, but not, over, not too new, right? Like. Yeah. Nah, and he's good. And like so something that I do when I when I listen to music is like I'll I'll pick an artist or I'll find an artist randomly and I'll just like listen to that obsessively for a while and then it just gets added to my repertoire and then I just that's just stuff I like now. So that's why I like so many different things cuz it doesn't it's not just one genre, it's just whatever I like and I just keep running with it, right? And and we can agree that like we all kind of started like me personally. It's funny he says that you you, bec you become obsessed with an artist, right? Because some of the artists that I remember being completely obsessed with were, for example, Kanye West. I remember oh, yeah. in the early, 100%. like the early going, we're talking like college dropout, man. I was fucking obsessed with that album, man. Through the wire. Oh, it's the man. first song I heard by him. And <laughs> so good. And it's crazy because through the wire was actually the second song I ever heard from him. The first one was. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to bring me <laughs> Jesus down. Jesus walks. It's Jesus so walks, good. man. And then I'm like, who is this guy, right? So I listened to that. Then I checked out his album. And through the wire, what's crazy is that he got into that severe accident, yet the song is still a banger. And his voice isn't fully 
recuperated, but he felt motivated. And I remember from that moment on, I was like, oh, man, Kanye is my guy, man. Because and because at that point, he felt like a guy that had heart, man. Like he yeah. was he he wanted to make it. He he did everything he could to make it. He made this great album. Then he follows it up with like, uh, well, there was college dropout. Then there was uh believe it was was it graduation next or was no, it registration registration late registration late registration one. was the second one and it's a good follow-up it's really it's damn good damn good follow-up and then and then graduation graduation that, like, even better it like each album got better man like it, and that's that's probably the care the the first artist that i became like as far as hip-hop pretty obsessed with is kanye also of course like you know clearly like guys like eminem um yeah, and I'm not a not a huge Eminem fan like anymore, but like I was. Oh, that's of course, what, man. He was he was so good for he had a huge, really good run, man. And it's like uh, this one guy talked about M, right? The the issue is that now it's considered cool not to like Eminem, <laughs> but yeah. in his time though, like don't get me wrong, I haven't really liked a lot of his new stuff. Uh, most of it, if I'm going to be completely, yeah. actually, quite a bit of his new stuff. If <laughs> That's I'm what I'm be saying. Completely <laughs> honest, but I'm also not going to shit on the artist and say, "Oh, Eminem no. sucks," because no, he doesn't. He was he was great, man. I mean, the first few albums he had were so good. Yeah, I can't take can't take anything away from him, right? That work was already done. He's like cemented in the in hip hop history. That's he's just good at it. Exactly right, and then of course other artists that come to mind also is a uh, pretty big uh, Tyler, right? You a good Tyler fan? Oh, fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> the only good thing about Tyler the Creator is that he's friends with Frank Ocean, and Frank Ocean <laughs> came out with Channel Orange, which is honestly one of my favorite R and B albums ever, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> like his R and B album is great. It is great. Like I still think the weekend's better, but he's he's good. Yeah, I mean, uh, it depends whoa, on whoa. depends on which. Um, I weekend do, slander. No, no, I love no, 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 no. <laughs> I do love the weekend, but Channel Orange. The Sounds album, like you don't, man. I don't know. Oh no, I love him, especially his first few albums. Yeah. Oh man, when he was starting out, like he was great. And honestly, some of his new albums are good too because he's got this like '80s like thing whoa. to it too. Yeah. I think you mean all of his new albums are good. No, they're, no, he's, he, he's great, actually. No, I, I, I take back what I said. No, he's, he's, he's actually excellent. But, uh... <laughs> Fuck Frank Ocean. <laughs> Fuck Tyler, the creator. I will say that. I would gladly accept that. Fuck Tyler, the creator. So, but, uh... It's crazy. I love Tyler, man. <laughs> I love Frank Ocean. <laughs> but uh, a group that I that I wanted to mention as far as a rap group it, that uh, I wanted to make sure to mention because then I'll like, I'm like, how can I not mention them is that, that I love quite a bit and because again, they were like nineties, uh, late two thousands uh, outcast, man. Oh man. Like, some of my favorite stuff came from them. And I mean, Andre 3000, just in anything, man, even now, man, like he was also in channel orange, pink matter. He fucking destroyed that song. <laughs> I think he just does features now, right? He yeah, doesn't he, really do anything else. He just does features now because he's he's kind of become really into like the movie side of stuff. But yeah. but like Andre three thousand, oh man, like I, I could listen to Outcast any day of the week and you don't get tired of it, man. That's true. They had like some weird sound that they just like pioneered out of like their basement. But but <laughs> but it, but it works somehow, right? It's the same thing as like when you listen to a group like Wu Tang Clan, man. They very unique sound, kung fu influenced, and yeah. on oddly enough, is off air. Going back to the to the anime side of things, is Riz is also a huge uh, anime fan from yeah. from what uh, 
hot takes over here was letting me know like before we you know we started talking on the pod yeah he worked on afro samurai him and uh simon l jackson he voiced the main character yeah exactly right but you know like but these are some some of the more artists that we love um of course, unfortunately, the mouth wouldn't know about Outcast and any of that. It's not. It's not G Easy. It's not. Uh, uh, what else is he into? Oh yeah, he's into. I think he's into like real country music or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't real know. country music. Yeah, not even uh, like the mockery one. Like I listen to. I'm not gonna lie. Wheeler Walker Jr. Sometimes I fuck with him. You know? Wheeler Walker Jr. Is a, is a new name to me, but I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. But, I, you know, some, uh, sometimes I kind of mess around with him. Like, I dabble a little bit with him, you know? <laughs> dabble. <laughs> but uh, anyway, with, with that being said, is um, while we're in the music topic, is um, I am aware that you create music also. That's true. It's very true. And what exactly got you into, like, you know, making music and what was sort of your introduction to it and what made you want to make music? Um, <laughs> what made me want to make music? That's an interesting question. I don't know if there's any specific thing. I've just, I don't know. I've just always loved music and I have just been a musician for like most of my life. And uh, were, was there any instruments that you sort of like, what did you start with? What was the first instrument that you did? <laughs> It's kind of embarrassing to say, but I started with saxophone, actually. Oh, we, we got Lisa Lisa Simpson in here, man. <laughs> oh, man, I've heard that stupid joke so many times. Hey, yeah. man, Lisa, Lisa Simpson is, is an all right character in The Simpsons, right? <laughs> all right character, yeah. <laughs> That's not why I picked it, right? <laughs> all right, all right, but yeah, please, please do continue. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was I played saxophone for, like, years, and then when I got to high school, I was like, you know what? I'm sick of this. I want to try out drums. I asked okay. my, my music teacher, I was like, hey, can I switch? I'm like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But they didn't, he didn't teach me anything. He just gave me some sticks. He's like, all right, go for it. And I was like, uh, okay. So in other words, knock yourself out. Just fucking stay in the corner there. <laughs> Basically, just figure it out. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, uh. Here we go. <laughs> uh, if you could actually believe it, Extreme over here uh-huh. actually did join band when I was in seventh grade. You were a band geek? I'm not, but hear this. No, I wasn't. I just, uh, I thought it was. <laughs> you're in uh, band, you're a band geek. No, That's but, how it works. Like, no, but here's the funny part is I thought it would be cool to learn something. So I jumped on the trumpet and I kid you not, I brought it home and there was like the notes and figuring how to do it. All I did is once my dad's like, hey, hey, none of that, none of that here. So <laughs> That's too loud. So I never learned how to do it. And I went back to band and I had no idea what I was doing. So then they then sent, they, they actually literally put me as the, uh, they gave me a square and they said, okay, you can do that. <laughs> or <laughs> a, a triangle. triangle. <laughs> a triangle. So, yeah, that was my quick run in with band is, yeah, I did I did uh, the triangle by the end of it. It's actually, it sounds bad to say, but like, so I wanted to learn drums, but my teacher didn't show me anything. I just, it was just a place for me to play drums. I didn't own any, right? Um, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I did finally get my own kit when I was a teenager. And at the time... <laughs> We lived in an apartment. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I could hear neighbors complaining about me outside my window. I could hear that. I could see them. They're like, they're like dang. Damn, damn Alvarez. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in retrospect, it's probably... I was a piece of shit neighbor. <laughs> yeah, I, to, be, to be fair, 
Hey, man, but but if, if the drums sounded good enough, man, maybe, you know, they, they, they kind of liked it, you know? Uh, maybe, but at the time, I can guarantee it did not sound good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was no J. Cole because, true story, J. Cole actually uh, used to play his, was uh, he was living, he was renting an apartment, and he used to do his music every day, and his, uh, like, landowner literally told him, what knocked on his door and told him, no, you got to keep doing this. Don't worry about the rent. Just keep making music. <laughs> That's cool, man. Someone believed in him from the beginning. That's good. So, but not not quite that story. <laughs> Fair <laughs> when you had your drums. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> but yeah, uh, please do continue on about like you know your discovery of the drums, etc. Yeah. So like as I was learning, I was, I don't know. I think it was like fifteen at the time, sixteen, and then from there I just started joining bands and then just getting familiar in a band setting because like that's totally different than doing things on your own, right? And uh, in the band setting, what was uh, the first band that you sort of joined? <laughs> the first band that I ever had was, uh, it was a punk band <laughs> in California. Oh, man, I, I wish I would have seen you then. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny, though, because all these guys were, like, super into the scene and all that. And I, like, looked the same as I do now, but in a punk band. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, man. <laughs> that's yeah. fucking awesome, man. Yeah, and, like, that was fun. It was, like... A new experience. It was kind of weird, but you know, it was good. Good to have. But but you you took something out of it, right? Of course. Exactly. So like I said, the what I said before, like anything I do musically just gets added to me. You know. Exactly. So you're kind of adding sort of like your utility belt, right? You're adding more things <laughs> yeah. onto it. Yeah. yeah where yeah. you become this like <laughs> hot like takes a... god. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So. So that's where you started. So you started with that band. And how many shows did you do with that band? That band, literally only one. And <laughs> how, one. how was that? <laughs> it went pretty well, actually. But, I mean, I don't know if you know how punk songs work, but they're like a minute long. A minute and a half. Yeah. It's long. I've seen, I've seen them, <laughs> unfortunately. So, I mean, we played our full set, which is like 15 minutes. <laughs> so it's pretty good, you know? Okay, not bad. So you saw so 15 songs. So it's pretty solid, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, see, you look at it that way, you're like, oh, damn. Yo, 15 <laughs> fucking songs for your first one, man. I got all the credit <laughs> in the world. So uh, what made you What made you leave? Um, actually, it wasn't even a choice. I think we were just still in high school, just about to graduate, and a lot of guys were moving away to go to college and stuff, and it just, you know, it just kind of stopped. Shit sort of happened, and, and, you know, shit sort of hit the shelves, in other words, right? Yeah. Everyone yeah. kind of went their separate direction. Yeah, basically. Yeah, if, if only the mouth had a story like that, um, with joining some sort of band or something. No, instead, you know, all his friends stop watching CW, but he just keeps just hanging. Keeps going with it. Keeps man. going with it, man. As we speak, he's actually wearing CW for life shirt, and it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty wild, bro. Hey, do you remember when Archie wanted to play guitar? Yeah. Uh, never yeah. seen it. Uh, bad show. Never seen it though. Yeah, that uh, that didn't last. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there you go. I mean, we could ask them out if we're going to be honest. <laughs> what what happened after? But anyway. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, well, moving on from CW, please continue <laughs> with, uh, with uh, yeah, your music and you guys going a separate direction and all that and, you know, going to college, et cetera. Yeah, so, like, moving on from the, the punk band, I, got, I was getting really into metal music at the time. Yeah. So I was just kind of going band to band, just trying things out and just keep going until something something stuck right and uh what exactly stuck and uh what yeah exactly what stuck so at the time i was really into like lincoln park <laughs> and avenge sevenfold i can't i can't even hate on lincoln park <laughs> man i like i said lincoln park's pretty dope man 
they were a good transition band for me because I was really into hip hop only, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then when I was getting more into the rock side of things, they were a good uh, transitionary. They band. are a good good uh, transition because, like I said, uh, I think they're sort of like anyone that wants to switch like that's a full hip hop head like myself. Uh, at like specifically back in 2007, 2009, around that era. But with age, you just kind of you, you start listening to more things, right? Because yeah. I think, like you said, Linkin Park is sort of a good way to transition over to rock, right? Not f- heavily going into heavy metal rock, but yeah. transitioning over. And like really, it was either Linkin Park or Limp Biscuit, and I'm not picking Limp Biscuit. Uh, from what I hear about Limp Biscuit, is anyone that listens to them are typically douchebags. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I kid you not. Shout out to Bapa. I heard he was a big Lip Lip uh, whatever the fuck is fan. So, yeah, great ba- uh, bad band. Never listen to it though. Good. Don't keep not listening to it. <laughs> Terrible. But uh, yeah, so so continue on. You were saying um, that yeah, so that tra- the transition over and then sort of being in uh you were gonna say that you kind of stuck with the band at that point on? yeah so i went through a lot of just like just random band nothing serious right just you know everyone plays something anything you played the triangle you said hey, hey man it, it, by all means if you need extreme joaquin to get in there and play the triangle man i got a year of experience from elementary school man a year damn that's good that's yeah good. you should you should have seen the embarrassing where they forced every student to stand up even when they weren't playing so i was just standing doing not a fucking thing everyone playing their music and i'm just with this face like and then they're like oh now 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 you gotta now you play them like, oh shit boom yeah, don't miss it. Mm-hmm. Don't miss it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I didn't miss a goddamn fucking time. So I nailed that shit, man. <laughs> but and, and but maybe I'll call you up. Maybe I'll get you to do oh, some, some triangle. I'll, I'll put in the, or, you know, put, get me on some marambas, you know, like fucking. Do you play that? Uh, I can learn. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you don't know. <laughs> All right. Hey, man. That's why I got YouTube and, and other, other formats. <laughs> But yeah, continue on, man. Like, I mean, so. it's funny you mentioned that. Like I said, how I listen to artists obsessively. Yeah. So the new one right now is Bad Bunny. So oh, shout out to Bad Bunny. That's the next one now, man. That's the only artist that I agree that the mouth li- and we both like. So I'll <laughs> give him credit there. He likes Bad Bunny. I like Bad Bunny too, man. I fuck with Matt Bad Bunny pretty heavy, man. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty new to his stuff. So like, I heard his new album. I love it. It's really good. But now I'm going back through his catalog to see what else he's got, and it's still good, man. No, I just, he's he's good, man. Yeah. Um, I also what I like about that is kind of reggaeton has sort of made its way back, right? Because there's other artists I listen to. Artists, sorry, I don't want to go Papa there. <laughs> is um, Jay Balvin is another guy I like to listen to, yeah. and quite those a guys few are homies, man. Those guys are bros. <laughs> ba, ba, de, ba, 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 ba. Yeah, exactly. I had to do it. Sorry, but uh, anyway, continue on with your band. So right, sorry, just sidetracked there. Uh, yeah, so. There was just like a, a slew of just random bands, just playing with friends, playing with random people off Craigslist. You meet a lot of weird people on Craigslist, and that's a good way to do oh, it. Oh, okay, please, please. <laughs> I, I, okay, you got to at least name one weird guy that you met, and what made him weird? Just one, and then we'll continue on, because uh, <laughs> I'm curious, man. Okay. We got to get nasty with this, man. Uh, one weird, it wasn't like too crazy, it was just weird. So this one guy, he came out, and he wanted to do vocals, right? So... He tells us that he can... So not the vocals that the mouth likes to do. But no, not those kind. Those are <laughs> a little sloppy, you know? And nasty. Yeah. <laughs> now, this guy, he came out to do vocals, and he <laughs> he says he couldn't send me anything. He just said, I'll just show you when I get there. And I was like, all right, fine. I'm trusting this guy. He says he's good. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So he shows up, and then he's like, 
he makes this tea because he says it's good for his throat because he might mess himself up. It's like, oh, so in my mind, it's like this guy's done this before. He knows what he's doing, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right? Um, so me and my other friend, we're just like practicing warming up. We're playing a song while this guy is just like warming up, he says. And then he just starts screaming his head off during the one song because he's got headphones on oh, singing Jesus to Christ. something else. What? And, yeah, and we're like, what the hell are you doing, man? <laughs> it just... He kept doing that for like a good 10 minutes and we're like, uh, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, come on guys, I can go uh, different levels, man. <laughs> yeah. He made it, he made it sound like he just, he's been doing this for years. Maybe he was, but he's been doing it shitty for years. <laughs> okay. So basically like the mouth's taste in music, he's been doing it shitty for years. man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exact same thing. Or his love for CW. Okay. Fair enough. But, uh, <laughs> Anyway, so continuing on to uh, so so yeah, so you you had people on Craigslist, you had some friends and yeah. other come in and just sort of band out and yeah. So originally it was just me and my friend who played guitar. Um, we actually we put out an ad for a bass player at the time. Yeah. So we found this guy off of Craigslist, and he was normal enough uh-huh. okay okay fair enough <laughs> he's yeah. actually my friend now like i've known him for years that was like back in i don't know like 2009 Damn. i've known him for a while it's been it's been like what it's, it's been a minute like, like yeah it's been a solid minute man <laughs> definition yeah. of a minute so him because of him like we jammed together for a while and then we stopped and whatever and then uh at the time so after we stopped, I had joined another band. I was in a country band for a while, too. Oh, God, really? <laughs> Please <laughs> tell me that you wore, like, the fucking cowboy hat. I didn't and wear shit. any cowboy hat. They told me I could do bro country. I just wear a ball cap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like uh, like the great Wheeler Walker Jr. said, oh, those aren't the real country singers. I'm the real country singer. All those, like, hip-hop dressing guys is what he says. I'm not a country singer, so, yeah, he's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I just, I'm just trying to, I'm just picturing you right now wearing, like, those fucking, those cowboy hats, <laughs> cowboy boots, you know? You know, and, and then doing those, like, ay, 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 you know what I mean? You know, like the banda songs and all that, so, fuck, I don't know. I should have. Actually, you know, it's a good idea. Maybe I'll do it again. I'll yeah, you should do it. Another country <laughs> All right, so, but, yeah, moving on, so, um... So, you yeah. started a country band, yeah? At the, I didn't start it. No, sorry, Someone else. second, second. So uh, at the time, I was in this country band. And then my buddy from that other band, that bass player that we found on Craigslist, um, he calls me up one day to come try this other group. And uh, he just, it was way more fun. It just, everything flowed better. And that band is actually what turned into the one I have now called Bort. Which, by the way, to all the audience members that are listening, I'm a fan of theirs, actually. And I actually remember there's actually a story that I wanted to talk about regarding his band because me and Hot Takes became homies like, what, like three or four years ago? Like more than that, actually. I think it's been longer than that. It's been like five. Yeah, it's been about five (laughs) or six years. And I remember like uh, he like in the beginning, he didn't tell me that he was in a band. Then finally he does. And he's like, but I don't know if you'll be into it. I'm like, what kind of music? Because like, you know, uh, like I said, I kind of gravitated to listening to more sorts of music. And I like listening to new things that others may have not listened to. So I remember he sent me a sample. And right away, I was like, what? So that's the song you're going to release? And I was hooked from there on. And yeah, they're a great band, man. So everyone that's listening, check them out. Their beats are like, the sound is great. And you can tell that there's a lot of effort that they put into the, to their music, which is, which is so important. Yeah, so like at this point, I didn't expect that well this band to be doing anything. I thought it was just fun, right? 
But at this point, we have three albums out now, and it's been pretty good so far. And uh, can you name one of one of the albums? So the newest album is actually called Wreck of the Hesperus, which is a reference to something that I'll okay. tell you later. <laughs> La- All right. So uh, one day uh, it'll be revealed. This whole, well, I mean. To be a, to be a, <laughs> TBA, sorry. This whole band basically started as a joke. And everything yeah. we do is a reference to something. Yeah, which I, I like that, though, man. I think it's. It I sounds it's, serious, but it's not. <laughs> exactly. I think it's I think it's pretty cool. But like, fuck, like. If you would have told me something like that, I would have been like, what? But I listened to like the first few songs or whatnot. But like you can clearly tell that they're a group that cares about how everything sounds and there's importance in it, which is so it's, it's so key. Right. Specifically, like if anyone that's listening wants to listen to something sort of unique in a sense is, yeah, check out Bore, man. Yeah, man. It's a uh, it's good stuff. It's a good time. And uh, we actually have a show coming up in March. Uh, when in March? It's going to be March 18th. It's going to be in Vancouver at this place called the Bullet Farm. Okay, there you go. So everybody that's listening, go to the Bullet Farm, support my boy uh, Hot Takes Alvarez and Bort, man. They're a great fucking band. And like I said, I can attest to it. It's got an extreme approval because I've listened to a, a lot of their songs and I even have them in my notifications. So one of one of his newer songs came out and I'll listen to it right away. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah of course, that's, man. Uh, so that's been going on and then like i've also started doing some solo stuff and yeah it's pretty which, fun right which by the way i've listened to a lot of his solo stuff because I've, I've i'm fortunate enough to get like a lot of his like you know samples sneak peek yeah sneak peeks <laughs> which one may reveal may never but um you know well i won't is what i mean i won't <laughs> i won't reveal is i'll leave that for hot takes over here but no just great sound and different to what his band is so it's it's pretty cool yeah it's more uh it's definitely more hip-hop influenced um i'm not really trying to keep it into one genre specifically that's just kind of what comes out what happens right but it's uh it'll come out it'll come out when it's ready which which is great because uh, again getting into that is you know the definition of hot takes is he's just a genuine musician and he's in, but what I mean by that is like he's an artist, sorry, is, is a better term, right? Is he's just somebody that he, you know, he can listen to any sort of thing and then whatever inspires him at the moment is what he decides to go with, right? Right now, he seems to be inspired with sort of the hip hop style of things. So he's going with that right now. And because he has an obsessive nature of something currently, <laughs> is like you can tell by the beats, right? That he puts in a lot of work and a lot of effort. And for when you guys listen to whenever he decides to release a lot of these uh, sample beats or like, you know, just release something to go with it. Maybe a rapper like Extreme Joaquin throwing some bars over there, you know? (laughs) (laughs) One day. One day, right? (laughs) Is uh, TBA. To be announced, (laughs) my friends. (laughs) But I'm going to remember this. I'm going to hold you to that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, absolutely, man. Um, The mouth already says he's going to... He did offer, sorry, to write me some bars, but unfortunately with his inspirations of G-Eazy and shit like that, (laughs) uh, I I declined. (laughs) But uh, anyway, moving on from that, so where can they catch Bort? Uh, you can find it on Spotify, it's on YouTube, it's on any streaming platform that you use for music, it's, it's going to be on there. Awesome, man. And on to the main event of the segments here. <laughs> this one, my boy Hot Takes Avarice says, we cannot close this pod without talking about this certain individual. This man brought hope and joy to kids out there, and guess what? And the mouth being one of them, that the mouth was balls deep in him, and I mean balls deep. <laughs> <laughs> is 
This man right here, uh, just so you guys know, it's not going to be in a positive light. <laughs> can uh, can Hot Takes announce which person we're talking about? Man, fuck Spider-Man. No. <laughs> I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man's one of my favorite characters, but... Yeah. Uh, like seriously though, I I think Tobey Maguire is the, the worst Spider-Man live action <laughs> we've ever had. And please do continue. <laughs> I mean, the mouth is actually pretty fuming. He actually threw down his hat, <laughs> his nasty things hat, which I just fucking got made. He threw it on the floor, so he's pretty fired up with this one. But please yeah. tell the audience it's a, why. It's a good thing he's got a CW hat under that one though. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, which reminds me, I'm gonna burn that That's later. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So I understand that he was the first well-received live-action Spider-Man. I get that. I don't think he's the best. But I think most people agree that he... Well, I don't. But everyone always tells me... I don't agree either. Everyone tells me that he was not a good Spider-Man, but he's a good Peter, right? Yeah, who, yeah, who the <laughs> fuck are these people outside of the mouth? Like, Look, who? I don't know who these people are, but that's the general consensus is that people think he's a good Peter Parker, not a great Spider-Man. And I think that's wrong. I think he's bad at both. Yeah. <laughs> um, great people never met them that are fans of Toby. <laughs> so my main issue with it is that, yes, they made him nerdy, which he's supposed to be, right? But I don't think he's supposed to be such a loser like how they made him. Like, it was to the point that I remember in Spider-Man 2, like, he dropped his book and people started smacking him around. And you know <laughs> yeah. what? And you, you know what the funny part is? Is that I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I join in, do the same shit too, man. Fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> See, nobody does that. Like just from you being nerdy, that's not a thing. That doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> and may we not speak about his awesome fucking dance in Spider-Man Three? Oh god, never, never mind that one. Everyone is well aware about uh, this nonsense. Okay. And and oddly enough, is while we're saying that the mouth started doing some of those moves as we speak. <laughs> Which, again, man, like, with his CW shirt and CW hat. <laughs> Just <But> like, <laughs> no respect this guy, man. Throws his nasty things hat on the fucking floor and wears a CW one under it, man. <laughs> yeah, so, like, my main thing is, like I said, this guy, they made him, like, way too much of a loser. So, like, in the first movie, when he's, like, trying to get on the bus, he's running after the bus and the students are laughing at him. So, like, whatever, that makes sense. They don't like it. But then the bus driver is, too. Yeah. Why, why is this full-grown adult it's just, just clowning on the, a teenager? It, it, okay, so it's funny because, you know, they call him hot takes. He doesn't but, even know the guy. Yeah, they, they call him hot takes, but I got a hot take. The Rimey Spider-Man movies are extremely fucking overrated. They fuck. And if I'm going to be completely honest, I'm just going to throw it out there. They fucking suck. Oh, whoa. The only... Whoa. The only... Redeemable thing about those movies are the fucking action sequences, but the rest, I don't care about Sp uh, Toby Spider-Man and and Mary Jane's relationship. But they're shitty. Mary Jane's <laughs> a shitty person too, Peter. That's true. Uh, She's Harry, a huge bitch too. Harry's a fucking horrible friend. If you ever go back and watch those movies, you're like, can you imagine your closest friend says, "Hey, man, I really like her." Okay, I'm gonna go and date her and bang her. Like, that's, yeah, like, that's true. That's exactly <laughs> that true. what he did. And then Mary Jane, she has this famous line in the first movie he's, where, where, Spidey go, where Peter goes, hey, I'll take you out one of these times, but don't tell Harry. I won't tell Harry. Won't tell Harry. Like, <laughs> like they're, they're, they're essentially confirming she's a fucking whore. Like, like, on top of that, 
completely not what Mary Jane should be is supposed to be. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and, and let's not even go further. Like in Spider-Man 2, she's supposed to marry this guy. She fucking leaves the guy in the altar and just says, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to go bang some spider dick. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? <laughs> so that's another thing. So uh like like i said they made him like way too much of a loser but like in the comics that's not the case yeah. or in any other spider-man thing that's not um, the case he has trouble with women in the movie he for some reason but that's not true he's dated like so many people his character yeah yeah as peter it's yeah. not even him saying i'm spider-man like i'm cool now <laughs> like, yeah it's not that's just him as peter peter's got game okay <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, but I think it's also the iteration that they wrote for the Toby Spider-Man. Is they I'm, wrote the one point. that I believe it's uh, what was the first issue there, um, Mouth um, that came out? For yeah, for Spider-Man. I think it was 1966, if I'm correct. I might be wrong, but we got the Mouth looking that up. But that iteration of Spider-Man was sort of. Oh wow! So 1962. So I was off by a pretty decent amount. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, so that iteration of Spider-Man kind of was the loser, and but you know, not not the relatable one that we all like, right? Maybe, but yeah, so the Ditko one is what I meant, right? But still, Steve even Ditko. then, even '60s Spider-Man, still he, I know, like his character dated Betty Brant, he uh, had Gwen Stacy, Gwen Stacy, I was about to Mary say, Mary yeah. Jane, Felicia Hardy, Whew, shout out to Felicia, <laughs> Felicia Hardy. Hardy twice because I, he dated her as Peter, and Spider-Man dated Black Cat. They're both the same pro people, so twice, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree there. And, and in that sense, is uh, that's kind of one of the reasons why, like, I actually really like uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man because he's he's geeky, but he's not a fucking... He's not like, a loser. He's not a loser. It, and people like him outside yeah. of, like, a few others, right? So I think they did a good job with that. That's the whole thing. So, like, you can be nerdy, but, like, likable. You not don't like, have to be a total no, outcast for strangers just... Just punk you all the time. Yeah, like, like with Toby Spider Man, and also like just terror. Like he's not a horrible actor. I'll I'll give you that. No, he's, he's I don't think he. I never said he's a bad actor. I just think he's bad in that role. I agree it, because, like, he's so one note. You ever go back to those things? It's either he's crying, <laughs> or he's just very with his mush mouth. And just yeah. <laughs> And he has some of the worst fucking facial expressions when he's crying. My God. <laughs> like, like it was to the point that I remember at one point he was crying. I was like, I kind of want to punch that guy in the face, man. <laughs> you know, like you would think it's an emotional moment, and he cried over everything. Like, Jesus. Like I under the Uncle Ben one, I understand. Okay, but like some of the other stuff. <laughs> oh, you don't love me anymore. <laughs> like, oh my God, man. Like Jesus Christ. Like so, just like nothing, nothing about him is believable, man. Like, uh huh. Like so, the in the scene where he fights Flash in high school, right? It was the first movie, still, still like uh -huh. the first fifteen minutes. Yep. <laughs> when he fights Flash, so let's say you were there, you witnessed this, okay? Uh huh. So you see this one like geeky guy, he's fighting three guys at the same time, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then like he's dodging every punch. You know he's not a fighter, but somehow he's dodging all these punches. Someone tries to tackle him from behind. He just like jumps over, backflips over the guy. And then he, he takes out Flash. He punches him once, decks him. It's over, right? 
Yeah. But then everyone looks at him like he's a freak. And they're all like, yo, <laughs> fuck that Now he's an guy. outcast. Like, but like that would never happen. That's so bullshit, man. If that happened, like if you were there, you'd be like, oh, this guy's fucking sick. No, I'm not I'm even going to lie. Guy. I'd be like, yo, I'd approach him and be like, yo, you're fucking gangster, man. Exactly. <laughs> I'd, probably, I'd shake his hand and I'd be like, yo, we're going to get you into boxing or MMA, man. I'm your trainer. <laughs> I'm your promoter. Let's fucking do it, man. <laughs> you know? Like, but see, they just... They really just uh, they wanted to make him a loser for some reason. Yeah, even though he went, that was so gangster, man. Like, <laughs> yet because it's Toby Spider Man, it was like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, even <laughs> just he, on principle. <laughs> even even he, he does the coolest thing, but because it's Toby Spider Man, they're like, yeah, fuck that man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like it doesn't matter what. Even as Spider Man, still just fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. He, he, like I guarantee you, if, when he saved people, they're like, "Yo, fuck Spider Man. Why would he save me?" <laughs> yo, they probably people probably said, "Yo, Green Goblin, just fuck that guy up, man." You know that scene where he stops the train and then like passes out, yeah. and then Joey Diaz is there. Oh, <laughs> hey, shout out, shout out to Coco Diaz, baby. <laughs> The only reason Joey Diaz didn't rip him apart is because Spider-Man couldn't talk. If he talked, he'd be like, man, fuck that guy. Yeah, he'd probably be like, hey, 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 Spider-Man, how about you feel one of these fucking sandwiches? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, that's exactly what would go down. He'd be like, hey, you ain't going to get through this, Spidey. How about you get this sandwich here? (laughs) See, if he was conscious, if he had spoken up right there, they'd be like, man, get this guy out of here. I would have, I guarantee the. They, when, Doc Ock, when, out of here. When, when Doc Ock came in, if Joey Diaz heard him, yeah, you know, fuck, I'll, I'll pass him to you. <laughs> <laughs> and there'd probably be a kid in between throwing an egg at him. Hundred <laughs> percent. And and if you had hot takes there, he'd just kick him while he was down. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that that the train driver was probably the same bus driver, and he just did it on purpose. Yeah, he's probably like, yo, get rid of him. he's probably like, yo, fuck that guy. Just let him fucking fuck it up. And. The only, the only person that would come in defense is the mouth. He'd be like, come on, Spider-Man, save me. We'd all be like, who, why the fuck do you like that guy? Just like we tell him with CW. We're like, yo, why the fuck do you like this shit? <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, he's just not, I just don't think there's any redeemable thing about him. He's just not a likable person. He and let's not even get started on Mary Jane and everyone else. Only person that I got love for, let's put some respect Oh, my boy, J. Jonah Jameson, man. Oh, Jameson? Oh, that guy? He's perfect casting. Love yeah, that, man. Like, <laughs> it, yeah, when they when they announced he was coming back to No Way Home, I was like, yeah. Yeah, because they have like, to. Because he did means, man. so good the first time. Like, he killed it. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just like, yeah. Like, but I don't, I don't, don't even need to explain to me. Just, he's fucking awesome. <laughs> have him in there. Yeah. That guy's everywhere. He does a bunch of voice work, too, and he's just like, yeah, he's anything great, he's man. in, it's always good. Yeah, like, he probably loved his, uh, mo- his uh, movie... With uh, it's that band movie Whiplash. Whiplash, yeah. You probably he was fucking that was great. A good movie. Great movie. Have yeah. seen it. <laughs> Unlike the mouth. <laughs> yeah, man. Whiplash was good. Yeah, I think uh, I think he might have been in Up. Was he the old man in Up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to all to all those that uh, to all those that uh, listen to that right there is just go back to every podcast that I've currently have. And see how many times I referenced up and I got the movie wrong. That's another shot. That's another shot that you got to have every time I've mentioned up and it's the wrong movie. So I'll take the L on that one. Extreme got, got it wrong. But thanks again, Hot Takes, for that, man. I no appreciate problem, that, no man. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, anything else you'd like to mention regarding Toby Spidey and things that you detest about him? I mean, I'm glad that uh, I wish... 
he died in No Way Home, honestly. <laughs> yo, yo. I man. wish he would. If he came in, nostalgia factor, great. But like, if he had like gone out on his shield, like it would have been so much better. It would have been more meaningful. One redeeming thing: he came and taught a better Spider-Man how <laughs> to be better. Our our Spider-Man. <laughs> That's right. But he didn't, and Not... he continues to be shitty. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> to be to be fair, one thing that I this will contradict me a little bit. I actually did like when he appeared. I thought it was actually kind of cool. That's fine. Like I said, he can come back like as a mentor and teach the better Spider-Man. You can show him some tricks. You can always learn something new, right? Yeah. But uh, Which, uh, sadly, he's still around. Yep. And uh, on and, and, and sadly enough is the red-headed stepchild, which is Andrew Garfield, which I thought was actually much better, is people don't talk about him, but they talk about Toby, who sucks. He, Andrew Garfield just got screwed over. It's not his fault, man. He did a good job. Yeah, could, he's and a I, good actor. He did yeah. a good job with what was given. It's not his fault. Can't shit on the guy, right? No, you can't. And uh, I, I would have liked redeeming. By the way, uh, the mouth over here has his mouth all over Andrew. <laughs> like he, true story. He loves the, he loves the Rimey movies, but he loves Andrew more than anything. So more than CW. Uh, I think I think it's I think it goes back and forth with him. I think he like fights his <laughs> inner self. Like I think he just screams at the middle of the night. But it, I could, it could only be one. And, uh, you know, and it typically ends with CW. But he does wear Andrew Garfield underwear. So there you go. I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that 100%. Yeah, as do I, man. Uh, trust me. <laughs> A lot of things the mouth is revealed that we wouldn't have liked him revealing. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Yeah, no, but the great, with, that, with all that being said is... Yeah, we at least we're in a better time where there's we have a better Spider-Man, and uh, also we have the best Spider-Man movie that came out a few years back. Gosh, Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. We're getting a sequel to that, so <laughs> the mouth over here is nodding his head and said, it's just not like CW. And he's, hey, you know what? He's not wrong. He's it's right. Better. That's true. He is right. It's not CW. <laughs> it's a lot better. So, but yeah, like, with all that being said... Um, Hot takes Alvarez, is there, is there anything else you'd like to weigh in on? No, man. I think uh, this is pretty good. This is a fun time. I like being on this podcast. I hope I do it again. Well, I'll definitely have you back on. And just before we say goodbye to you, is there anything else you'd like to plug before you go or something that maybe people can come out and check out or something you'd recommend? Uh, like, like we said before, just check out Bort on Spotify or wherever you get your music. The show March 18th. Um, and I got my own solo stuff coming out soon, which uh, I'll plug at a later date when I got some more stuff to show, but it's coming. It's in and, the works. And yeah, you know what? We'll have you on as soon as uh, you have all that ready to go, and we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll discuss it on Nasty Things. But yeah, it was a pleasure having you on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. And uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is coming to the end here. And right before I let you guys go, make sure to check us out on Reddit, uh, Nasty Things Reddit. Also, of course, listen to us on Spotify or anywhere you can really find any of the podcasts out there. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts, uh, Sketcher, Apple Music, all that. Check us out there. And uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, stay fucking nasty. Why didn't you leave with that, man? Happy, 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 happ